Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Uh, now, you're doing a trial, Roger. I don't know if you saw this. I-, I got to watch a little bit of it last night. It almost looks like a movie deal. It's right. You've got these three dudes who end up killing somebody. And, it's th- and, and now, if I'm not mistaken, one of the three, it was a team, one of the, team, one of the guys is being his own lawyer and cross-examining one of his guys. One of his guys. One of his, one, guy- one of his guys. Is that, oh, is that no. right? Did I see that right? Oh, yeah. So this is a defendant who is representing himself, and he's actually not doing a bad job. He has a natural ability. A lot of people are impressed by the way that he's able to represent himself. And he had his co-defendant, uh, who was the alleged would-be getaway driver in this scheme that went fatal in 2017. He cross-examined him for hours back and forth. And just watching that dynamic, uh, the defendant, his name's Ty Tucker, he told me yesterday after court that he felt that this co-defendant, Travis Johnson, was so upset that he was going to leave the witness box and come and attack him inside the courtroom. It was that intense. Did he? Did he? Did he make progress? Do you think that he, he punched some holes in the in his one of his former partner's story? I do. You know, he has been advised. He's been represented by lawyers in the past, and he has been advised by some attorneys. But he, it's difficult to to represent yourself. There's an old saying that you know that the person who chooses to represent himself as a fool for a client. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's able to touch on things that. Are they're raising reasonable doubt inside the courtroom. Uh, there really isn't a smoking gun in this case either. So I think that if he actually had a defense attorney, he might win this case. In fact, he might still win the case because there's really nothing that ties him to this fatal armed robbery other than his co-defendant's own words, which, as you know, in most cases, he's a shady character as well right. and doesn't really seem that credible. This is, so this is, this, we'll see. This could be a big upset for prosecutors. This is called the Treehouse Murder Trial, correct? That's right. So it, it took place uh, here not far uh, from the courthouse in, in Key West at, at a location that it looks like a treehouse. It's this, you know, uh, a couple of uh, two or three layers of a deck, decks, you know, wooden decks, and there's you know, the trees around it, and there's some tarps and tents. It's um, a pretty seedy location, that ramshackle place where a lot of illegal activity, let's say, took place at this location. And they wanted to go rob this treehouse for drugs and money because people were go there to buy drugs. And it didn't go as planned. They ended up murdering the landlord of the property and there was another victim that had her throat slashed but she survived and get this she is going to testify today for the defendant she's going to say that ty tucker was not there that night he was not the one that slashed her throat and claims his innocence interesting wow Uh, two questions possibly two questions number one when a client and 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 their attorney get together chandley is that and and they want to and they want to meet in the jail or wherever it is. Is that a completely private conversation? It it is is privileged conversation and there you know, when you you speak in the and inmates there, it's they're always recorded, right? So there's a there you have to the de- deputies that are at the jail have to do uh, a certain thing if a, an attorney is meeting with 
the client so that it can remain private. Well, the reason I ask that is because it would seem to me what a great setup it would. Maybe I'm thinking uh, thinking too much that if I wanted to represent myself and I had and David <laughs> and David Basil was one of my co-defendants. We were we were together. It would give me and him the opportunity as my attorney, as, as being my own attorney, to talk privately with my co-defendant and get our story straight. Mm. Yeah, I love how you think, Roger. You're just, every, every time I'm on with you, you come from over here with some thought pattern. It's awesome. But yeah, no, I, I hope you're never in that situation, first of all. And if you are, you should hire an attorney. Oh, no, I, would never <laughs> I would never encourage anyone to represent themselves, even Ty Tucker. He is missing a lot. Yesterday, for example, I'm sitting in the courtroom, and I wanted to jump up in the gallery and object to the prosecutor on his behalf because he was letting the prosecutor get away with so much that it was – I couldn't even sit in the courtroom anymore. That's got to be – that's got to be – yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now, yeah. now what, what what movie was it, Roger? What are the movies where the somebody represents themselves of note? Well, in True Life, it was Ted Bundy. I mean, represented he did. himself. That's a, yeah. that's a great yeah. one. That was a real life. And yeah, actually, did, but, did, but did, and he was kind of he was educated to a yeah, degree. Was, you know, no pun intended. But I was trying to think. I think right. there's a well-known movie. I, I think Charles Manson wanted to. No, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but I don't think they case. did. But the only reason I say this is because I, you know, it's not like me that you would keep me and the other co-defendant uh, 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 separated uh, uh, because. So we couldn't corroborate a story or anything like that. But uh, so that, that's the only reason I asked that question. Yeah, but yeah, for you to sit absolutely. there and not want to scream, I mean, for you to want to scream, let alone if the family members were in, in, in something like that and, and would scream sure. an objection. Uh, this is the story that drives me crazy. Obviously, uh, Chandler is brought to us by the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery, uh, Robert Rains in Hot Springs. Did you see about Scott Peterson? Roger. What's going oh on God. now? Remember the dude who, yeah. who, who was convicted of killing his wife, pregnant wife unborn, right? yes, yeah, an yeah. unborn son. His wife was Lacey back in 2004. Wow. The Innocence Project, the L.A. Innocence Project, is now taking on his case. Uh, and I thought, listen, I remember that case. It was high profile. I remember it. He was having an affair with a, with a girl. Mm-hmm. Everything pointed to him. Who didn't know he was married. I am. I'm disappointed that there's a group that's giving him any credibility. There was, I, I thought the case was rock solid. Give us the update on that story. Yeah, same. I remember that all over the news. I, I was glued to the screen following the story. And he was convicted. He was to the death penalty in 2004-2005. Ultimately, that was overturned by a higher court, so now he's serving life without parole. He's been trying for years to have his conviction thrown out. He cited a juror issue recently. That was denied. Now this is another attempt. And fortunately for Scott Peterson, he has his family, his sister, who they believe in his innocence, of course, and they've been advocating him for 20 years now. And finally, the Innocence Project taking on the case. They're citing new evidence, uh, which we've known for a while, but they're taking this on to investigate it. They aren't really declaring that he's innocent yet. They're just going to investigate whether or not they're going to pursue it further. Apparently, there were some uh, witnesses in the neighborhood when Lacey Peterson disappeared in 2002. Remember, it was Christmas Eve. She was nine months pregnant or eight months pregnant. And... um, there was a home invasion across the street, some kind of a robbery across the street from where they lived at the time. And apparently there were witnesses to that. They're, they want to try to claim that whoever was responsible for the robbery could have kidnapped her or murdered her or, or been the person responsible. So they want to look more into that 
that wasn't looked to uh, into in the first investigation and trial scumbag. again. He's a scumbag. Well, there's no doubt, but my, my point is, and again, I, he was having an affair uh, uh, the I exact the, same time. I think the chick that he was having an affair yeah. with immediately Amber dumped Fry. Yeah, when she immediately dumped she, him when she yeah, found she sure out. Did. Well, smart move, yeah. uh, uh, but if she, I, I guess she, it's not been proven that she was lying, that she didn't know anything about him being married and all that, but my thing is this. I remember the cat bleaching his hair. He did, yeah. Why are you yes. bleaching your hair and yes. running? So what's his excuse oh, that's for right. that? that? Forgot about that. No, he, he, was trying, he was trying to get to Mexico. Absolutely. Why are you sure doing was. that? Why are you covering that's things exactly. up? He listen. Uh, he is guilty. I wish they would they would yeah. kill his butt in jail. Just get it over because with. Because not only did he kill his wife, he killed their unborn baby. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'll never forget. They showed the interview last night, Roger and Chanley, where. I, I forget which were the big girl from ABC who always did the interviews, but she goes, you know, I'm gonna. The first question I'm gonna ask you: Did you kill your wife? And he sort Barbara of. Barbara Walters. It wasn't Barbara. It was the other one from Dateline. It was uh, the blonde. I can't think of her name, but she's been there forever. But it, she said, "Did you kill your wife?" And and he instead of being like sort of going, "No, I did not." He, he went. <laughs> he sort of. Let sort of smile wow. and go. Wow. No, that's not the way you react. If you did, you you don't laugh. You don't sort of do a little smile. You go, no, you idiot. You're a punk and you killed your wife. You know what's a, what's the shame about it, uh, uh, Chanley, is that they're giving him mm-hmm. this attention. And I don't know this. Yeah. You know, I, I think there are people out there who really deserve and need help from an innocence project yeah. group. Mm-hmm. And they're they're yeah. wasting time on this with Yahoo. You know. Yeah, and I'm sure it is in part because of the attention that it has he has received over the last 20 years of this case. But I mean, like you said, the evidence of his died here. He had fifteen thousand dollars in cash on his way out yep. of the country. His brother's ID card, and he happens to take his boat out to the San Francisco Bay. Yes, at the time that his wife disappeared, and guess what? Her body was found there. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. We, uh, it just it's just it's just our legal system. Sometimes this is kind of crap. Now, sometimes again, th- those kind of uh, organizations do help. With legal, Absolutely, but th- this is not legit. There was, it was there's no, no, no. a ton of evidence that. Why did you run? Yeah, all that. Why in, in did the, you in the run? Boat, in the boat. In the, in the, she just said. Absolutely. Uh, the last thing too before we we let you go too, we want to obviously want you to share what's what's going on with you. But Roger, if that wasn't bad enough with that scumbag, you got Alex Murdoch again now. What's the end game so here? The judge now has ruled that all twelve jurors can be questioned in open court about the clerk yeah. uh, misconduct. Like, that's going to really be, again, this is our legal system. I understand it's trying to be the right thing, but this dude is guilty. There was plenty of evidence. They proved it, and now we got to go back through this bull. Yeah. You know, so sort of explain that situation, if you could. Yeah, you know, we live in the greatest co- country in the world, I believe, and our justice system, it's not perfect, but it provides and makes sure that defendants, even though they are scumbags, yes. <laughs> have certain rights under our Constitution. Right and so on. Alex Murdoch is, is trying to pursue that to the fullest extent. And we want to be careful, right? Just in case there was something that occurred, sure. why not Why not investigate it? But it's, 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 again, costing taxpayers a lot of money to make sure everything was done appropriately. And this was actually a ruling um, this week that surprised people that the judge, a new judge, has taken over this post-conviction uh, litigation in Murdoch's case, and she's going to allow all 12 jurors. And all but one have, have spoken to attorneys about this, so there's one that hasn't spoken. We're not sure what he or she will say. But they're going to come inside the courtroom later this month uh, in Columbia, South Carolina, be on the witness stand, testify to what they were told, if anything, by the clerk of court. Becky Hill, who has a lot going on. She's in big trouble there for other things, including this. And 
and investigate whether or not, because the defense, his, his defense has to prove that something was said and that it was prejudicial and it influenced, that's going to be the hard part, it influenced their decision inside the jury room to convict him. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm sick of him. What's I'm, the end yeah, game here? Just, just, just trying to for, figure for out for yeah, him. Just, yeah, I, I mean, he's, never gonna get he's out not of this. getting out of jail. I don't. I assume yeah. he's not. Is it so he doesn't have to uh, uh, give up every dollar he has somewhere for his estate or whatever? What's the end game for him? Well, for Alex Murdoch, I think he's a psychopath and he's guilty, and he's the only one that murdered his son and his wife. And he, for him, he is willing to admit that he lied, that he stole millions of dollars from clients, his firm, but he will not stand for being a murderer or being called a double murderer. So he's doing everything he can to get rid of this conviction, to have another try in court with a different jury, maybe try a different strategy. Uh, and that's what his, I think, personally, his end game is. You know, I'm, I'm a liar and a cheat. I stole money, but I did not murder. And that's what he wants to stand on right now. But but all the but all the lying, stealing, and cheating, and all that, uh, uh, he's been convicted of uh, of enough to keep him locked up for yeah, conceivably the rest of his life, depending on how long he lives. Yes. Yes. Okay. Not just in state court, but also in federal court. So if he serves, if he even if the murder conviction is thrown out, right. he will spend likely the rest of his life for the financial crimes in state court, which he right. pled to recently. And then if he's let out for some reason there, he'll go straight over to federal prison and serve the rest of the time there. Uh, Chanley, before we let you go, so tell us, uh, obviously you can't tell us everything, but but uh, what's happening with Chanley that we need, Chanley Painter, that we need to know about? Well, I it, it will be announced today on Court TV that it is my last day on air at Court TV. It's a bittersweet moment. I've worked there for five years wow. in in large part thanks to David Basil. So this is a very special day for me to be on uh, on the radio with David Basil and, of course, Roger, too. But uh, eight years ago, now, David, you helped open the door for me in in journalism, in news, to be a legal analyst in the Beverly Carter trial, January 2016. Yep. And, uh, and I was able to work five years at Court TV now, and I have a new opportunity but I can't say what it is yet, um, but I'm, I'm moving on in a few weeks. And, and so it's a bittersweet moment. And I want to say a huge thank you uh, for believing in me. I tell you, Roger. Oh, congratulations yeah, on oh whatever gosh, it is. I'm so sure it's going to be uh, so- uh, 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 an outstanding move for you. I mean, you've earned it, obviously, to get there. And David Basil is the cat that does find success in how he helps other others achieve their success. Uh, I'm an example of that in so many ways, and, and so are so many people in my family. Uh, and mm-hmm. and he's always talked that uh, how much uh, uh, he thinks of you, Chanley. So congratulations it's, to that, and we love our buddy too. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah. I, I got a text from Chanley in, in, in confidence about what's going on. And uh, Roger, I told her, I listen. I said, I've tackled Bo Jackson, MVP, played for Lou Holtz. Uh, I've met four presidents. You know, I've done radio, TV. I've done all these things. But I'm not sure I'm not more excited and proud of uh, Chanley Painter and what she has accomplished. I met her at uh, doing an uh, emceeing event. What was the name of that event? It was about uh, it was a Christian event promoting virginity, right. if, if I'm not. Yeah. Choose, it was Choosing to Excel. It's a character 
building initiative in Conway, Arkansas for years. Grew up volunteering with that, and, and I, that was so fun to co MC with you that night. It was like a Dancing with the Stars fundraiser. It was, and that was my first exposure with Roger to Chanley, and then we became friends, and then she started running, she started going to Miss Arkansas. She would come to the studio and playing her, 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 her fiddle and all the things, and uh, and that's when she said she came to me, and you know she was an assistant prosecuting attorney here in Arkansas, and she had decided that she wanted to do some TV. I went to one station that said uh, they they were not interested. I just told them, I said, I'm just telling you, this young lady will succeed. I'm telling you, her track record. Look at all the things she's accomplished. Everything that she does, she wins. She's got all the, the talent to just give her a chance. And they did at Channel 4. And uh, the rest is history. The fact that you've been at Court TV. And, Roger, she started with nothing. She started work, She worked for free. I know. She worked for free yeah, at I Channel know. 4 for Nobody months and months. Nobody does that. And uh, worked away. And now, you know, five years at Court TV. And, obviously, somebody saw even more talent that you had to say, we, we need to, you know, do more with you. So it's going to be so exciting. But I'm so proud because she sacrificed. She's worked her butt off. Um, and she believed in herself. Uh, and it's paid off. God's honored her hard work and sacrifice. So when do you when when do you think you'll be able to share that publicly? Do you have any idea? It, it should be in a few weeks from now, uh, mid February or so. Hopefully, I can share new details. I can't wait. I'll, hopefully, you'll have me back on, and I can make a, a big announcement. Oh, well, definitely. We'll, again, it, it, I firmly believe I wouldn't be where I am without. Well. David Basil well, believing you're sweet but it's, it's your hard work well I hope here's the other thing Roger if we can work it out I'm not sure if we you know if, if, if our whatever the new gig is call, yeah. calling us on a regular basis if not obviously you're, you're always going to be a friend of the show where we have you on as often as you'd want to jump on with us but yeah. I can't wait to hear so uh, we will uh, I guess in two weeks maybe maybe when you can make it official that day or the day after you, you jump on the show with us Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Right, and I, I've been on this show for 16 years now, so I better not. I'm going to continue being oh, on that's with you. Awesome. <laughs> great, great point. Touche. 16 <laughs> years. Exactly right. All right, Chanley. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Chanley. Love you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. All Have right. a great weekend.